Hi, if we haven't met before, my name is Jackie and I wanted to do something a little bit different today. So this is part of my podcast series and also part of my YouTube series. So I'm doing it on both places and I wanted to give you a bit of a behind the scenes insight. I haven't totally scripted what I want to say to you today, but I wanted to kind of give you an honest kind of story or kind of my experience of starting my YouTube channel and how that came about, how it succeeded and how like... It took off so, so quick. I got, I'm nearly at 10,000 subscribers and that happened in the space of a few months. And I wanted to step with you, I guess how that kind of happened and what that kind of looked like for me. I'm not gonna give like perfect like stats and all those fancy things. I just wanna tell you a bit of a story about how it all came to be. Welcome to Seriously in Business, the podcast for all things branding, design, marketing, and business strategy for your small business. Hi, I'm your host, Jackie Norton, pro graphic designer and coach at White Deer Graphic Design. This is a podcast for small business owners, aka entrepreneurs who love to have fun and take their business seriously. We'll be diving into DIY graphic design and the crucial role it plays in building a successful business, a business that is not only your passion, but is taken seriously by the world. You'll also get to learn key branding insights from yours truly, as well as gleaning marketing strategy and business advice from epic industry experts. I've supported hundreds, if not thousands of women over the last 10 years to transform their brand and design and in doing so, helping them build successful and sustainable businesses while living the life they love. And today I get to do the same for you. Join us every week for a new episode, ready to fuel you with inspiration, equip you to thrive and get you looking seriously in business. Pretty much, I'm a graphic designer. I've worked as a graphic designer for almost 10 years now doing design for business owners. And then a few years ago, I switched my business around to kind of do more uh, design for business owners. And so teaching them how to actually create really great graphics for their business that was going to do their businesses justice rather than just DIYing and having no idea what was happening. So I've got courses, I've got coaching, I've got all these amazing things that I really love and have seen just really help my clients and my students to help the businesses to thrive. The last two years, I've become a mum. I've got a little toddler now. My time is a lot poorer. And so I'm trying to find ways constantly to do business smarter. And I was reading an email once from another business owner and she was saying how she was going to try to get into YouTube because she already had a podcast. She was already creating content for that. She might as well also record it for YouTube. And I was like, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Why am I not doing that yet? And like as a business owner, we've got to be really wise about how we spend our time because there are so many different platforms I could get into. I could do TikTok, I could do LinkedIn, I could do Pinterest. But so far, I'm really just focused on Instagram, tiny bit of Facebook and podcasting and now YouTube. And I was like, okay, I'll give this YouTube thing a shot. And really from the get-go, all I really wanted to do was just repurpose a couple of podcasts. And I was like, well, actually... Actually, I think my, my coach might have said this. She's like, have you actually thought about doing Canva tutorials on YouTube? And I was like... I mean, I can, but that's not what I believe in. I like You can learn Canva and be really great at Canva, but you might not have the design skills to make that work. And she's like, but it could be a really great end. It could be a really great way for people to find you and then learn that, yeah, you can learn Canva, but hey, here's some design principles too that are actually going to help your Canva designs be amazing. And I was like, actually, that does make sense. All right, let's do a couple of Canva tutorials while I'm here. And I was like, all right, we'll repurpose the podcast and we'll do some Canva tutorials. Easy. Probably going to take about five years, a year at least to build up to a couple hundred subscribers. No stress. I won't be able to monetize anytime soon because that's just going to take me a long time as well. No stress. I'm doing it because I'm already recording the content for my podcast. Tutorial is really fun and easy to do anyway. I'll just do that and it can be like a little that side thing for the business, hopefully bring in a few new people into my world. That happened. <laughs> 
fast forward a little while. So I pretty much made this decision quite quickly within about a month. I think I'd be like, let's, let's create it. And then I was actually actioning it all. Now, one thing to note is I did already have a YouTube channel. I just was not using it for my business. I had a personal one that I started years ago. If you want to scroll back, I've, have, I've left the videos there. My husband and I used to do a lot of traveling. And so I would just vlog those experiences. There's videos of me pretending to be David Attenborough. There's videos of us plant, prancing around Europe. It's all cute and fun. They weren't works of art. They were just me capturing some memories. And I was like, hey, let's share this for other people as well. Uh, and so I had that there, but I didn't have a heap of subscribers. I'm pretty sure I had maybe 40, either 40 to 100 subscribers. I can't quite remember, but around that mark, nothing to write home about. And I was totally changing my niche. So I don't really count that as having anything there to base my grow growth on, but it was nice to have something there. So I pretty much just transferred everything over to my business's email account to change. I changed my, my business's, the, the name to like my, my personal name. And I did a few things to kind of neaten up the account. Then I was like, all right, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea about YouTube. I watch YouTube occasionally. I watch a couple of vloggers. I catch the occasional tutorial. I'm not like a YouTube fanatic. And I was like, how am I going to do this? I don't know anything about thumbnails. I don't know anything about titling my videos. I don't know anything about editing, like I know about editing videos, but not editing for YouTube's purposes and all these different things. It was just such this big learning curve. And so I then, um, I was like, because I need to save time, I thought about hiring a video editor. And so I put that up on my Instagram and a friend messaged me saying that her husband did video editing, shout out to Eric. Um, and so I got him to help me with my first video. And it was at that point I realized that I really did know nothing. <laughs> I, um, he's like, do you want to use a splash screen? And you want to do like a thanks for watching thing? And I was like, I have no idea what words you're saying. I had to like Google splash screen and all these different things. And eventually I started working things out. And so he helped me with my first video editor and that was really great. But then I realized that I couldn't afford to pay him yet. Like this was, he was putting a lot of time into these videos and I was like, this is really great that you can do this for me, but I don't have this money. I'm not making anything off this channel yet. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to pause you. I still love you, but I'm going to pause you for now because I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, and so I put my video out and then I put up another video that was a Canva tutorial on doing bulk create in Canva. I'd seen um, a couple of Instagram reels going around with this and I thought this is a really great tutorial. It's going to be a lot of traction and buzz around this. Why not I just see how this goes and make a quick tutorial around it because I find making tutorials, as, as I said, really fun and easy. And so I'm just going to get my YouTube channel here so I can really kind of have a have a deeper look at when I'm kind of, I posted things around this. Um, but it was, yeah. So I pretty much posted that video, posted the original video. It was good. It was fine. And I, I, I decided that I would make these splash screens, which splash screen I'm pretty sure is like Jackie Naunton, graphic design extraordinaire. And then I put some music behind it and then I keep going with the rest of my video. So I made like a little splash screen video on Canva. I'll pop it here in case you want to see it. <laughs> I made a little splash screen in Canva. I just did a little animation in there and then I whacked that at my video and then I made a little end screen thing that had a picture of me and thanks for watching. And that's where I put like the, I don't even know what they're called, the videos that you put at the end of the video to say, do you want to watch another one of my videos? Here's some options. Like I had no idea what I was doing. You can tell that I still don't really know too much. Um, and so anyway, I posted that video, I posted another video. And so my goal was I'll post a video to a week, ideally an educational video and a Canva tutorial video. So the educational video would be from my podcast and the Canva tutorial would be a different one. I was like, cool, this is going well. This is going well. I, I got a couple of subscribers. I got a few subscribers. I remember watching that subscriber count daily, minutely thinking, oh, we're going to get a new subscriber. This is so exciting. And then what I was also watching is the monetization threshold. So to monetize your YouTube video, you need uh, at least 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. And those are big numbers to get when you're starting out. Like I was watching another YouTuber, um, Katie Steckley. She's someone that I love to watch and she's 
or she isn't like she's like a up here YouTuber. And she said that it might take a year or two to be able to reach that monetization point. And I watched this after I'd already been monetized, and I was like, this is what this is what it should have been. I don't know how I did this, but as I think more about it, there's a few things that I did, and I wanted to tell you what I kind of did to to, to grow this as, as as quickly as I did. It was 100% a fluke, but I wanted to tell you a couple of things that I did do that I think did help. So anyway, I posted, I was posting those videos, but before I started my videos, I think in the first video, yeah, I'm just looking back in the first video, I decided if I'm going to do this, I might as well just make it look as pretty as I can. Um, as a graphic designer, obviously love pretty things. And I was like, this can be a fun creative outlet for me to make these videos kind of pretty. And so what I did is I went to my local like variety store and I was like, let's find some, some uh, fairy lights or some like LED lights. And so you'll see them behind me here. I just bought a whole strip of LED lights and I like, I didn't have this artwork at that time, but when I did, I, I brought this artwork into it, but I pretty much put up the LED lights around the kind of pictures that I already had in the background. I bought what's called a sunset light. I'm going to pull it down now. Ugh, it's going to ruin everything. Hold on. Can you see this? It's like a sunset light. I, I watched, I literally watched YouTube tutorials on how to do your lighting because I had no idea. And so I think this is called like a halo light where it kind of has some light behind you. I'm not even sure I'm using it right, but I'm like, eh, it can't hurt. I bought this from, from Kmart. If you're in Australia, I bought it from Kmart. It was like 20 bucks or something. LED lights, maybe $40. They're on special though, which was the dream. You can change the color of those. Hold on, I'll show you. I can change the color of this too. I can make it any color. Obviously it's going to be purple because that's my brand color. All right. And then I've got these LED lights that have this little remote thing. And so I can make these. My daughter loves playing with these. Ready? I'm going to make it green. Huh? But obviously I'm going to make it purple. And so just doing those tiny little things. And then thankfully my husband had, lots of people have asked me about these. I don't know what they're called. This is my light. I'm going to turn it off so you don't, I don't blind you. Pretty much it's like this little got this little filter thing you can get like orange ones of these or you can put more than one of these on got a giant battery in the back that's just like a video camera battery and this little light thing that's an led thing so he said he got them from youtube years and years ago so i can't give you links for them and i can't find them again um, but just having a little light so i've got one of those here and i've got one of those up here that's just sitting on my shelf and it's been propped up by i think like a kid's toy <laughs> really high-tech stuff going on here peeps um and so like that's pretty much what I did. And then I've got, I've, I've also got my, 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 my screen monitor. So I've got a monitor here, a monitor here and a monitor here. I just make sure I put white, white stuff on them. So I've got my, my notes up and a calendar up and all those things so that it, it, it just gives some more light. And I just turn off all my main lights to close all the window curtains. And that's, that's my lighting. And audio wise, people picked on me so much. <laughs> it was, it was a bit sad. And so what happened was when I first started my podcast years ago, my husband had this random headset thing. And I was like, that sounds better than me just recording on my laptop. Let's use that. Um, and that's all I was working with at the start. I also had a Rodecaster, which we've since replaced because someone purchased my old one, yada, yada, no big deal. Um, and I also bought this new microphone, which I think is a Shure I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, a sure microphone. Again, my husband organized this for me because I have no idea what I'm doing. Pretty much people picked on me a lot for my audio at the start. I think they still are because I, I really have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but I think the reason they picked on me is because of this. This is the crux of what I want to say. I made myself look more professional than I really was. I put up all the fancy lights that I have really no idea what I was doing. I got some sort of microphone to use. I know how to edit videos and I had my video editors help for that first one. But beyond that, I had really no idea what I was doing. Um, and I also have an, a nice camera. I should mention that. So my husband, again, is he, his world is in video. I don't know much about it, but his world is in video. So he's lent me one of his cameras to use. It's a, I'll pop the link in the show notes, shall I? It's a Sony something. I think I can see an A and a seven. Um, so I'll pop, pop the details below or I'll send them to my video editor so we can put a little picture here. Um, and that's what that camera is. And so that obviously helps. And so between the good camera, the good lighting and okay sound, people, though people hated it, um, then people kind of would come to my channel and think that 
yeah, she's been around for a little while. She's starting to gain some subscribers. I might not even looked at the subscriber count to start with. I might have just stumbled across it. And when they searched like Canva tutorial on this or book out my business with this, whatever it is, they stumbled across my tutorial and thought that I'd been around longer than I was. But in essence, I just started my YouTube channel. I had no idea what I was doing. My point being, we can apply this for your YouTube or for anything we're doing in business. When we look the part, people think we're more professional than we are. And when they think they're more professional than we are, they're more likely to follow us, they're more likely to purchase from us, and they're more likely to trust us. Um, and obviously I know my stuff, like I've been in this industry for years, like I know the content that I'm teaching is great. And so it's not as if I'm tricking people into thinking that I know stuff that I don't. What it more is, is it's perceiving, it's helping people to perceive that this is actually, I really wanna work with this lady, or I really wanna follow this lady, I really wanna to subscribe to this lady. And I'm just helping people to trust me more in a more quicker way rather than spend longer time building that rapport or or losing it because when you're on YouTube it's pretty much one video that people will see or one almost split second that someone will see and if they don't decide to follow me I'm probably not going to pop up into their world again unless I hit the right search term again with a future video and so think about in your business how are people perceiving me how can I create graphics for my business how can I create a logo for my business how can I create a social media feed for my business how can I create a YouTube channel for my business that looks professional in a way that's going to encourage people to think this person knows what they're doing. This person has done has done this before. This person is trustworthy. This person is a professional and I can trust them with what they're sharing with me or the services that I'm going to purchase from them. And so, yeah, really thinking those things through because that's one of the reasons I love design. You can take a brand new business, give them an incredible brand and instantly people think, wow, I want to work with that person, even if they're brand, brand new. And so use that to your advantage in your business. It shaves so much more effort off in the long run when we really consider what our branding looks like so that we can have this really, really strong persona, this really professional outward, outward look in the world that people are just like, can't help but be involved. They're drawn in because everything looks professional. Everything attracts them. Everything is communicating clearly. And they're just making these split second decisions subconsciously. They're not thinking these things consciously based on what your business looks like or what your YouTube looks like or what your Instagram looks like. Um, I just think it's so, so powerful when we utilize this. I can almost guarantee that if I just started out my YouTube channel with not thinking about my lighting, just using my computer camera, all of these different things, not thinking through good um, thumbnails, not thinking through a good like cover photo for the YouTube thing. I don't even know what they're called. All those different things. Then those things will begin to impact how people perceived me. And if I didn't invest in those things at the start, I don't think my YouTube channel would have grown as quickly as it did. And so if you fast forward to now, again, I've been keeping doing consistent uploads. I've been doing one, one tutorial and one educational video per week over and over and over again. And I'm now at at the time of recording, um, 9.51 thousand subscribers. That's flipping ridiculous. I didn't, I didn't do anything to earn this or to, or for it to be perfect. I did what I could. I did my research and I, and I put some really beautiful design out there and tried to do my best to make it look professional. It's so far from being professional, by the way, like there is so many things I could fix about this and I'm so aware of that, but right now it's working for me. So I'm sticking at this point, but in essence, what little things can we do in our business to help to grow things a little bit, to help to elevate our perception of our businesses or our YouTube or our Instagram to help people to perceive us in a slightly more professional way. So they're more inclined to follow because people, People, people like to follow things that are already got momentum. Humans jump on momentum. So how can you capitalize on that and help people want to jump in on your momentum? If they see a business that looks like they're just struggling and fledging along, they're like, oh, I mean, I kind of want to support them, but I'm also, I don't, but people just love jumping on momentum. If they see a channel growing, if they see a YouTube channel growing, if they see a YouTube channel or an Instagram or a website that looks like really amazing, like, oh, I want to be in that. I want to jump on that momentum. Even if the momentum isn't actually started yet, like when I first started my channel, it grew really slowly. And then it just went, whew, 
I should try to, I'll try to put a graph in here of how my growth looked. Um, Cause what ended up happening was because I'd, I'd started to build a little bit of rapport, started to get some comments, started to get some subscribers. YouTube obviously was like, this person's okay. This person's okay. And then what I did is I was really, 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 really intentional about my content and Canva, obviously one of the, one of the programs that I teach did a really big update. They only do big updates. I think a maximum of once a year, they do a giant update. And I was like, all right, let's put my own spin on this. Let's take it and show what these updates can be like for business owners. And that video as of today has 126,000 views. 126,000 views. That is wild. That's 126,000 people looking at my little face, sitting in my office by myself, recording this little video to a camera. Like that's just wild. And like the reality of that is not lost on me. And so I was really intentional about uploading that content when I did. When Canva did that update, it was done at like 3 a.m. my time. And so in the morning when I woke up, I put it on my phone. I started watching it. Again, I'm a mom of a toddler. I don't have a heap of spare time to be watching Canva share its updates video. And so I like watched it over breakfast. And then I went on a walk with my toddler. I put it on double speed and watched it again and kept on fast forwarding through bits. And then that night after she went to bed, I went and put on makeup, set up my camera, wrote down a couple of notes on the, on the updates and recorded this video. I recorded that video that had 126,000 views with barely any preparation, with barely any time, put it out there, created it, and then it helped my channel to take off. And so I guess if I was to offer any tips, my tips would be this. Really consider your purpose for running the YouTube channel. Who are you targeting? Obviously, as a business, an established business, I already knew what, I, what my purpose was, and I think that helps too. So I already knew that I was targeting small business owners. I knew that I was wanting to educate them about the power of design and the power of Canva, and I knew that that, that was the kind of people that I wanted to target. I wasn't targeting all sorts of different people. I was being really specific about that. Secondly is I tried to make sure that I looked the part. I thought about my lighting. I thought about my layout, my background, my good camera, my my my, my okay sound that I have no idea what I'm doing. Am I, my, my good thumbnails, all of those different things. I thought about those things. Um, and just so you know, I'm releasing a thumbnail tutorial very, very soon. I had so many requests on my last video. I think people actually commented more on the thumbnail than the actual video, how much they liked the thumbnail. I was like, okay, I'm still guessing thumbnails, but I've got a few things that I've noticed have worked for me. So I'm going to share a tutorial on how to create YouTube thumbnails. So stay tuned for that. I thought about two, my text for my YouTube. So um, you've got your thumbnail and then you've also got the text that appears under the video. Again, no idea what these things are called. I'm just guessing all this, but the text in the thumbnail, I made sure to be quite almost clickbaity or at least really, really punchy and really, really relevant to the people that I wanted to attract to that video. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm pregnant if that wasn't anything related to the people that I wanted to attract to the video. I've, I've written like create 15 designs in seconds or seamless pin posts or learn Canva or game changing Canva updates. Like I did a really punchy text that would draw in people to my video. And then I kind of did different text on the bottom um, on that, the video name, I guess is what it's called, the video title. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, and I kind of thought about, I expanded on what that would be. And so I did like say one of my thumbnails was um, game changing Canva updates. And then the actual video text was just for small business owners, March 2023 Canva updates, yada, 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 yada. And so using different text on both of those things helps you to give more context to someone before they click on your video. Um, and also the thumbnail just attracts attention instantly. That video title will help people to get drawn into the rest of it. I used tags. Again, I got my VA to have a look at that because I really had no idea about tags. Still don't know anything about tags and just did a few different things like that to help to make sure that I was attracting people and standing out and drawing people into my content. Um, I also thought about calls to action. So in my YouTube channels, it isn't just the YouTube channel. I also have a, some sort of call to action, whether it's as simple as following me on Instagram, whether it's as simple as buy my course, or whether it's as simple as have a look at my recent, my, my, my free challenge, join this, join that. Um, and I have made a lot of sales of my course through YouTube. 
And that, again, blew my actual mind because I was like, these people barely know me, but they're getting to understand that I can help them, that design is powerful and they want to take advantage of that for their business. And they would go and buy my courses or they would go and download my videos. And that was just so, so exciting. And so I think something that's also made it more worthwhile for me for, from an income perspective is that people have been um, purchasing my stuff from my videos. And so it's actually another lead generation platform for me as a business owner, which is really, really great. Um, as a side part, I kind of didn't finish the monetization story. I did get to being monetized. Um, it was halfway through. So my third tutorial of the game changing camera updates, it was halfway through that video taking off and I was sitting, it was a Friday. I can't remember the moment so vividly. I would always go into, I have the little YouTube studio app on my phone. So I'd always go in there when I noticed this video doing well, I was like, oh, I need to like refresh, refresh and see how many people are watching it and commenting. And it was just so exciting. Um, and it was just so cool. And so on a Friday night, which was the following Friday after I released the video, um, I was just... I was sitting, I was actually at a market selling products for another business that I have. And I was, there was no one at my market. So I was just kind of like, oh, ho, ho, what am I going to do? I refreshed my YouTube and I was like, my jaw literally dropped. And I, and I sat like this for, I kid you not, 20 seconds straight. My brain was like, what the heck is happening? What the heck is happening? Because for YouTube monetization, I did actually, I, so I hit the monetization and it's annoying because it's 48 hours delayed. So the subscribers you get and the watch hours are 48 hours delayed from when YouTube lets you kind of monetize. So I technically hit that, that threshold of the 1000 subscribers and the 4,000 watch hours. And then I was like, all right, cool. That's really great. But then I had to wait for YouTube to kind of catch up to that. And then once YouTube caught up to that, then I could apply to get monetized. And so I applied to get monetized and that can say it takes up to was it 30 days. It could take up to a long time. So that was halfway through that week after that video started taking off. And then by the Friday, when I noticed YouTube had said, yep, you're good to go. We monetized you. And I think my first payment was $50. My first payment, my first like updated money coming through was $50. And I was like, what does this mean for my life? What does this mean for everything? Like I can earn money off YouTube. Like I could all, I, I could have cried. I was just so in shock of what this could mean for my business. I, I then was getting course sales and having these things happening. And again, I was lucky. I had a really great successful video happen at the right time. Like I strategically thought Canva updates right now is going to be a big, because no one else has put a really great tutorial up yet of this. I was really strategic about doing that when I did it. But beyond that, it was, it was a fluke. Like no one deserves to get 10,000 almost subscribers in a couple of months. Like that is absolutely wild, but I did. And I'm writing it. When that hit, I was, I was just in shock. And so I'm not still getting $50 a day because that video went like viral and my videos have not gone viral since then. I've just been getting like a, a few dollars a day and I'm still so grateful for that. Like it's just wild between that and my course sales and new leads coming onto my Instagram and I'm just getting new people to interact with and people signing up to my email list. And it's just, it's just been really incredible. It all happened so, so far quicker than what I thought. And I think because of those, those different things of thinking strategically about who I was targeting, thinking strategically about my content, making my videos look and feel a certain way, looking more professional than I felt, pretending I had some idea what I was doing and like just putting out content really regularly as well and thinking about my thumbnails, thinking about my content text. Um, and between all of those different things, I think it's really helped. And I guess this video isn't to say you can have this success too, because I honestly don't think I could do it again. I honestly don't think I could do it again. Even if I implemented the exact same strategy, I think I was very lucky to have a viral video. The key is, is if you're passionate about what you're doing, if you're already creating content for your business and you have a little bit of spare time to put towards video editing, because that does take me a few hours, although I am back working with my video editor now that my YouTube is making the money, there's some more justification in me paying for him doing that. Um, and so yeah, just thinking through what is my audience? What is the content I can create? How can I create a regular schedule in my mind around that? How can I maybe batch record a few things? Like today as I'm recording, 
during this video, I'm going to record maybe three or four other videos at that same time. So I can send them all to my video editor and then kind of go through that kind of process a little bit more smoothly rather than sitting down like I was every single like Monday night and Friday night recording a new video right on the, right on the cusp of having to release it to the world. And so doing those things, thinking through your thumbnails, thinking through the right title text um, and just experimenting, learning to have fun because if you don't have fun, it's going to be really hard. But if you do have fun and you love sharing with your audience and you love just sharing content, educating, doing things that are going to help people to grow and to learn and to have fun in their own lives or businesses or whatever you're targeting people and helping them with, then that's going to help things to make so much more sense for you. So I think that's what I wanted to say. I hope that's been helpful for you. Really, it's just, as I said, it's more just a sit down discussion of, of, of how things went for me, how my YouTube grew, what things I did to help that happen, but also fully acknowledging that there was a lot of fluke to it that wasn't just my awesomeness because um, I'm feeling so, so blessed that it's it's growing the way that it has. Um, and I'm really excited for the future for it, how um, I can continue helping people, how I can continue sharing content that's going to be really helpful for business owners. Like I'm attracting and helping and serving so many more people on YouTube than I was on Instagram because I can actually do long form content that's actually going to be helpful rather than just quick snap snippets that are like, all right, that's a great idea, but going here from where? I don't know anything. Um, and so, yeah, it's been really fun. So thank you for being a part of this journey. If you have been a follower or a subscriber, that's the right words. I'm still learning the lingo. If you haven't subscribed yet, feel free to hit subscribe. I'd love to hit the 10,000 subscribers sometime soon. That would just be the dream. Just thank you for being here. I'm so, so grateful for you. If you're listening on the podcast, feel free to head over to YouTube and, and have a look at the channel and see if you can just stalk me. I give you full permission to stalk me. Stalk how I've done my thumbnails and tune in for that thumbnail tutorial I've got coming up. Stalk how I've done my, 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 my title text and stalk other YouTubers. Like I'm obviously not the most professional or the one that knows the most out there. So find other tutorials that are going to help you. Help with lighting, help with thumbnails, help with, with titles, help with content, all those different things and educate yourself. Have a little bit of fun as you experiment and have a play with YouTube. Um, yeah, that's all from me. So I hope you found that so, so helpful. I hope it's been a little bit of a good insight into how, uh, how I grew things, how it kind of all fell together and yeah, let me know what you took out of it and which which little tip most surprised you. Well, you don't have to be sad. This episode is over. There is more. I would love to see you over on my Instagram at whitedeergd and we can chat, we can catch up, you can see what's going on, you can see all the different tips. Plus, if you'd like more freebies or more information or more help, just head to my website at whitedeer.com.au. See you next week.